Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Neutral. Valencia listeners, welcome, welcome, one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome enemies, welcome frenemies. You are here, center of everywhere, Mission District, Radio Valencia, RadioValencia.fm. You are listening to the one, the only, what, what? Protonic Reversal, that's right. Uh, we have a very special guest today. We have Mr. Austin Pitts. We'll be hearing Hello, from Austin. Friends. Hello, uh, from Hurry Up Shotgun. We're going to be listening to some Hurry Up Shotgun tunes, talking about said band and many other things. And I think we actually might be treated to, if not an acoustic performance, perhaps an El Mariachi or Desperado-style shooting. I'm uh, not tipping yeah, him. I totally, walking through the mission with that thing was awesome. I'm uh, sure, yeah. One dude even asked about my red bandana. <laughs> I told him it came with the case. He backed right now. This he's, he was like, oh, whoa, okay. All right, we're good. <laughs> Is there anything else in there I should know about? Okay. The song you were listening to is Ozark Bowtie by the incredible band Tilts. That is the Protonic Reversal theme song. I need to see that band live. That, yeah. That song is so they're, they're a great band. Uh, they they do the rocking. They do the rolling. They're nice people. It's right? a whole it's a whole situation. They are nice people. It's a it's a real package deal with with, with the band Tilts. Join it. No, he's he's just not speaking into the. I'm mic. sorry. Let me get closer to the mic. I really like this band. That guy can play some guitar. He's got a pretty voice. What about a pretty uh, face? I've never seen him. He's a handsome man. Doesn't matter. I love his voice. Joining us, as I wouldn't say as per normal, but as 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 per normal as, as I would like to believe it in my mind. <laughs> wow, good save, Conan. <laughs> is Brenna, aka DJ Real Time Drop? Oh my God! We are always graced by your presence. That's you. Is it? It is. I didn't oh. know. I, now I can put. I, now I hear your voice in my headphones, and I totally recognize, but. There's, there's, there's no one else behind me. I there's can't no even one. see you guys. Everybody's in a glass box. Uh, I'm taking my clothes off. Fuck this. So I'm Conan Neutron, of course, and you are 
Indeed. We're going to get situated here, play some play some more music. Let's hear uh let's hear a song by a band called The Rutabaga. This is Comeback Brother. Trap and I 
Hi, my name is Christopher Kasuga, and I play guitar and sing into a microphone in the rock band Feeling Gravity's Pull from Merced, California, a band in a town that you may have not heard anything about, and you are listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal, a radio show that you may have also not have heard about, which broadcasts every Thursday morning from 8 to 10 Pacific on San Francisco's very own Radio Valencia. Straight from the man himself, Mr. Christopher Kasuga. What a fine young gentleman. Very well spoken. With an excellent speaking voice, indeed. And that was no coincidence that that station ID played, because that was Feeling Gravity's Bull with the song Have I Mentioned off of the album Sure. <laughs> you sound very professional today, Conan. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I, I do my best. Did you, you know. get lots of sleep? No. <laughs> He's back on the Bingenheimer. Could not be more professional. Could not be more professional. Is that what, you, is that what you're referring to? Uh-huh. Is, is that, that kind exactly of stuff? That's exactly what I was referring to. Before that, we... Oh, God, what did we play before that? A, a rutabaga. See, you complimented me, and I lost it. I had it, and I lost it immediately. Like I was, I was like, oh, that's, I feel, I'm doing pretty good, this radio thing. And then it's gone. Forget it. Before that, we had rutabaga with Come Back Big Brother off of the amazing Brother the lights don't work. Record highly recommended. I tend to play the the shorter, popular songs because, hello to our radio show. I'm not made out of time here, but that whole record is pretty fantastic. I mean, one of the most amazing songs on there is the song "Turn on the Summer," which is about 12 minutes long. Great song, but I ain't got time for that right now. So, uh, but highly recommended. Please, please, please check that out. It's a great record. As is "Feeling Gravity's Pull." Sure. Which is uh, their second record, I believe, and that's what that song is off of. And I, I played that specifically because I just saw Mr. Christopher Kasuga from Feeling Gravity's Bowl of Merced, California, as he pointed out. As I took him to the airport, he is flying out. He's actually probably in the air right now, flying his way to New York for a wild weekend of fun, excitement. I feel like I should have game show music playing behind me, but I don't have any game show music. Thank you. Is he going to be in Cash Cab? Uh, he might be. He might be in Cash Cab, but he f- for sure is going to be on Sibling Sibling Show. Is that is that a Sibling Show? So, usually they say Sister is. Show, right? But it's if it's a show of all dudes, can you say Sister Show? Yeah, sure. I guess you can. All right. Well, well I say Sibling Show. So Why Sibling show, show live from the if there is show. a ship full of male sailors. <laughs> See, you complimented me. It, it just and went her to name hell. Name is Liberty. Is she still a she ship? <laughs> These are the riddles of our ages. Uh, so, live from the barrage, he's going to be on uh, our our sibling show, our our brother show, um, uh, sibling show, whatever. Uh, what, 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 what am I? Those guys are nice guys. I want to say. Uh, you've got questions. We have answers. Uh, we are none other than Protonic Reversal on Radio Valencia. So I I saw him just recently. Unfortunately, it worked out. I didn't work out that he would be. A, have the time to get on the show because he's going to be on. He's obviously on an airplane right now. You can't be can't, on a radio show and an airplane at the same time. Airplanes. They frown on that. Mm-hmm. They don't like it. I, nope. I saw a clip once about that whole airplane mode thing that it doesn't actually affect their instruments, but mm. you know, I've never been one to want to test it out. They, they, don't, they don't want you to have it in your hand. They don't want to. Ha- they want to look at it. They don't want to see you dinking around on Bejeweled yes. or whatever it is you're up to. All of my experiences are I get stuck next to the guy who refuses to turn it off. And then he's like, well, <laughs> nope. I'm a, I'm a America, surgeon. Buddy. I'm a surgeon. 
I'm like, okay. You're in an airplane. <laughs> You're not, yeah, that's great. Are you performing surgery right now from your seat with your phone? No, he was playing like words <laughs> with friends. I wanted to punch that dude in the face. But that would have gotten me kicked off the airplane. He's like, I'm a surgeon, and I'm about to make a double word score. And also, that would be a waste of time. I don't care if we're taking off. I got things to spell. <laughs> That's pretty fantastic. I, I got to say, I, I, I like that answer. Just, I'm a surgeon. Like, I'm no, that means let me do what I want is what that means. Just let me do what I want. I'm a surgeon. It's okay. No, come on, dude. Like, really? Come on. Use your phone as a phone. 415-962-7979. Oh, I cut off. I cut, I totally clock-blocked my Use own Use your drop. phone this is the best part. as a phone. Does anybody still do that? 415-962-7979. Uh, call in. We have Austin Pitts from Hurry Up Shotgun in studio. We would love to talk to you. And we're going to be playing some Hurry Up Shotgun music. I think... Uh, you're going to be doing a little something-something for us, um, El Mariachi style. You're going to pull out a gun and, and start blasting people, right? No. And that's what's going to work? It's a six-string. Okay. I did not ride a steel horse, though, so. Is he your six-shooter of love? I don't like to talk about that on the air. <laughs> your Uzi of ooze? Don't. <laughs> not what about your English desserts? You know, Ooh. we had a conversation. I've never heard that one before. That sounds filthy. Let's talk about my English desserts. There's a spotted dick, I think. They're uh, one of my favorite. <laughs> I can't wait to isolate that, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead. One of my favorites is, uh, yeah, like they, a yellow sponge cake with currants that sink to the bottom, and then they roll it up into a tube and feed it to people. And it's called um, the, the spotted dick. I'm sorry, did you want like a drum roll or something? I don't no, roll, I was, so. I was, I was kind of waiting. Well, I mean, yeah. Would you eat that? I, wait, wait, wait. I think I know Conan, what that is. Would you is. eat a spotted dick? It's called the spotted dick. <laughs> That's not very English. I've no, I know. seen it's that before, but I don't think I've ever ate that. But I'm also curious about, you know, the naming because it's a very curious name. Well, I mean, the spotted dick you're speaking of. What 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 is this dick they're talking about? I mean, I don't know is if they actually actual mean like a phallus. Or like Richard was a king in England for a long time, and I Did perhaps he, they're referring to the spotted dick. Wasn't he the one that had syphilis and went insane? Does that give you a spotted be more dick? specific? I'm sorry. Does that give you? <laughs> <laughs> if that gives you spotted dick, it's totally possible. Mm. I, I mean, this is some I thought it gave you the ability. Can to someone peat? please call know. in and clarify for the, for me? What about the velvet crumble? Let's talk about that for a minute. What the? Does anybody eat that? Call in if you is eat that a velvet an crumble. Act? It should be an act. <laughs> it's trying to be an act. You're listening to Confection Talk on Radio Valencia. <laughs> oh. Speak into the microphone, Squid Brain. Okay. This is a uh, graze with user delusion.
That's Weird Summer by Dead Rider, featuring last week's guest, Mr. Todd Rittman. I could, I could live in that world, that sound Didn't world. Did you just see them? Why? Uh, real time drop. I did just see them. Yes, and they were one. What an excellent professional segue that was. Uh, Dead Rider, who played at Bottom of the Hill, I did see them, and they were fantastic. I was just sitting there going, yeah! <laughs> yeah! fist in the air, yeah! This is awesome because it was fantastic. Like, like it's broken. Todd Redman's got a, a very uh, broken pop world kind of sensibility, so it's like very James Brown, but just jacked up. Like you know, like with Snake Finger on guitar instead. You know, it's like a equivalent level of Mark Rabot esque weirdness and badassery. 
and just the the keyboards are Bad going. Badassery. Mm-hmm. Tim Jones is is like an older fellow, like a wild, silver haired, like wizard looking guy who has a leather jacket on with no shirt underneath. Wow! And uh, which is that just amazing chafey. to look at anyway. Yeah, it, <laughs> Chafee, Lincoln Chafee. <laughs> Remember him? What happened to that guy? Anyway, uh, they, they were fantastic. It was just a nonstop awesomeness. Like it's the masterclass in performance and how how to do things that challenge and sort of make the listener. You might expect a certain thing, and something else comes at you, but it's still equally yeah. just awesome and, and fresh and interesting. Plus, bottom of the hill is. One of my favorite venues. Yeah, it was a good venue. Sound was great. Uh, I've, I've seen them. I've been lucky enough to see them once before at the Chicago PRF Barbecue. And I actually, I actually thought they were even better. I thought they were fantastic then, but I thought they were really, really great last night. They were awesome. And I uh, highly recommend it. They are on tour right now. I believe they are going northwards. So tonight is uh, Arcata, I believe, and then Portland and uh, all points, whatever. So all, any Northwest listeners should... Absolutely. If you're on the fence, please check out Dead. And you shouldn't be, because obviously you listened last week. Obviously. I'm still stuck on the shirtless leather part with silver hair. Like, I'm like, what? It's, a, it's an interesting dude. He's right. a, uh, I can try to get... I can look it up later. It's Yeah, t- cool. Time Jones. He's a cheer accident. Um, he's, a, he's a sheer accident? A cheer accident is the name of his, his act that's like him, that's like whoever he surrounds himself with. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. that's, that's... And uh, it's, a, it's been around for forever. Uh, I can't. I can't this, spell. This person's local. No, they're Chicago. I'm trying to see if I can get a uh, get a picture to put up. Not really. Whatever. It's uh, the moments passed. The moments passed. Uh, so anyway, that that was the song "Weird Summer," which I realize I've actually never played on the show. I played. We play a lot of Dead Rider here, but I haven't played that song for some reason. That was um, amazing. But I listen to that record all the time, and it's fantastic. And they were just like I wish that they were local so I could see them all the time because they were just that good. Wow. And uh, Gray's before that. Use your delusion. Also. Uh, Former call-in guest from uh, Canada, a.k.a. America's Hat. So, America's Hat. If you're into Tim Hortons and hockey, you can also be into Grays. And if you're not into Tim Hortons and hockey, you can what about, still be into them. What um, about Peelers? Sure. You, you, can, you can be Peelers? Can you be into both? I think you can. Peelers and Brews? Definitely I'm, Brews. I'm, I'm just thinking about uh, uh, that movie with Take off, Rick Moranis. And Strange Brew. Yes, yes. Wethead. <laughs> Tell Hosers. Him day. Yeah, I get you. I lost my toque. So, you uh, you were talking about a movie during the break. You're, I believe the exact thing you were referencing was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back off, he's with me. <laughs> Back off, war child, seriously. Yes. You watched Point Break, didn't you? I did. It was like you were very worked up about it too, like oh. so, like like I, you were coming in quoting from it, and I was like, "Wow, you've seen this movie very recently." I'm very intimidated right now. Well, it's also interesting because <clears throat> we were watching it on Roku Box, which has many apps, and you can stream movies. Mm. And it froze halfway through, right before the the foot chase, where he's like trying to chase Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze has a, a Reagan mask on. Oh, right, sure. You know, it's a good scene. Yeah, and it froze. And it during... froze, ah. and it was all buffering. And I was like, oh, fuck you, buffering. Yeah. We, we just. But we tested out all the different apps, and it was only the Amazon app, which we had paid money to rent it, obviously, because, you know, that's the thing to do and stuff. I don't know if that's obvious. 
that it, you it, it's not it's not obvious. <laughs> I think that's not obvious but if you want culture, it in high def yeah. then you might have to pay money for it and right. also like you know but you should get an experience that isn't like freezing like you're not gonna be get buffering right buffering. so it was brought up to me because you know this is a group thing that we we all like we're gonna sit down and and watch this hilarious cult classic and apparently there's like this whole um internet streaming political thing where you know they just the FCC just made a law where you can actually like control how fast the internet's going. Ah, yeah, net neutrality, it, and they didn't—they didn't actually just make the law, uh, but it did just go into effect. And that—that that actually was something that the, the time to fight that was about ten years ago. And I was—I oh, okay. I was not to you know toot my own horn, but I was—I was pretty <laughs> adamant about that, and nobody cared. Like no, it was because it was a very nuanced issue, and explaining yeah. nuance just doesn't work in this right. day and age. Nobody wanted to hear from it, and like. The whole point of it was that okay, this is going to like this will beget this, this will beget that, and like as we go down the line, we're going to end up with a multi-tiered internet system where content providing is going to be owned by corporations, which is the one thing that equalizes the internet. Is that the internet is is allows anyone, any, anybody, Tom, Dick, and Harry, uh, yeah. you know, can can do, can do anything they want, put it out there for the entire world to see, and that would threat that would threaten this. And the time to have fought that was about ten years ago. We didn't, or we did, but ineffectively. And then everybody got worked out, up about it like last year. It's like, yeah, that that happened. That we, I, I was at that bout. We lost. That's, <laughs> so that's it's depressing. Really but. bums me out because like, I my friend was saying brought up the political thing where I guess Amazon is the only company that hasn't paid whatever fees are required to have the the higher streaming broadband. Mm, right. Okay. And I was like, well, that's funny, because all yeah. the other ones are working now, and now we can't watch our movie that we paid for, because, yep, it's, you know, it was like, it was like working, but it would stop every 30 seconds or so, you know, like buffering. Right. The, like the, lack, of, the lack of net neutrality has effectively completely commercialized the last aspects of the internet that were uh, completely not in the control of, of corporations. So, that's so not, sad. Not the, I know. It's kind of a bummer Listen, thing to talk about, but. <laughs> it's over. You guys didn't deserve it. Fuck it. Somebody's <laughs> going to make money off of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, if you're upset about it, let's, let's, let's stop using it. If you're upset about it, call in 415-962-7979. Hey, what's your thoughts on net neutrality? <laughs> Please. From 10 years ago. Gosh, yeah. Just do well, I mean, I remember a time before there was internet. And, and fortunately... Hey. hey, don't change the dial. Go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> Fortunately, we're all of the age here to remember this changeover and revolutionizing right. of the internet, because I remember. Yeah, you can remember before it was one gigantic shopping mall, because I remember that. Yeah, I remember before <laughs> that was nice. it was Those even were good a days. thing. We could find information. I, like, the sound of dial-up, I know that sound. The sound of dial-up, you say? I wish I was quicker on the uptake. <laughs> I'm taking two steps back. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, shit. That I thought sounds. that was the beginning of a Queens yeah, of the Stone Age song. Yeah, that sound. Yeah, I'm going to see yeah, I'm going to see a naked lady in about 5 minutes. <laughs> it's loading. I can see it. It's loading. It's, a, it's, a, it's an animated gif. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but it's going to be awesome. Anyways. I'm sorry, maybe that's just my experience. I, Go ahead. Yeah, no experience. <laughs> no experience. You're an inexperienced man just spotted dicks. No no gifs. You are so lucky there's two inches of glass between <laughs> us right now. I can press this right up to the glass if you'd like. Oh, my God. Whoa, this is some show, let me tell you. <laughs> wow. Back off, Warchild. 
Seriously. Off, poor child. <laughs> What's the line? Damn, I don't know my line. Black. Poor child. Seriously. Oh man, I'm glad. That that might end up being a permanent place in the soundboard. I, I do like that. Yeah. It's pretty. That's it's pretty, pretty right. freaking it's amazing. A, it's also, going that's back Anthony to the beginning, Kiedis, right? that's Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. No, He's no, he band. Anthony Kiedis was war. That's oh, Patrick Swayze talking, talking to. to. Talking to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't see any pictures, yeah, but what say, that sounds like on the radio to me, <laughs> not okay. Yeah, with, without without the visuals, that does have an entirely different. Uh, yeah, harder. Exactly. This is the part where you uh, tell me locals only and in, yuppie insects like me don't deserve to be here. Nah. Because that would be a waste of time. We're just going to fuck you up. DJ Real Time That's how it's done, son. Moving forward, I watched Point Break last night and it was awesome. Yeah, moving forward, indeed. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the recap. <laughs> We're not watching Point Break. That was my evening. That's People a- died, Bodie. <laughs> Buy a condias, brah. I love that there are people like from far off countries that are listening to this. Like I don't understand any of these cultural references, but I like the but fact they, that they're talking. They do. They do. Yeah. But they, the, they do. The, the internet, they can look them up, and they will be pleasantly surprised. Look Every them up. Every Frenchman knows Patrick Swayze, and they know those lines. That's Patrick Austin Swayze. Austin Pitts, who just walked down a hallway, apparently, but uh, he's a. Uh, I'm <laughs> back. I'm sorry. I had to do a little. Speaking ex- to I, the microphone, the radio. I'm pacing. You're pacing. I'm pacing in my glass box. <laughs> This, the, that must be very tiring. The squid brain as a catchphrase for you is a good one. I think that's that's got legs, I think. Yeah, we're on the radio speaking to microphones, squid brain. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's I right. think he was holding a gun I can't when wait he said for that. Danzig to come to this show. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when's that happening? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Friday? Yeah, you won't be here. I won't be here, damn it. That's right. Tomorrow I'm going to see real estate. Wait, today's Thursday? Is today is Thursday? Yes. Oh boy. Okay. So you're listening to Protonic uh, Reversal. Indeed, you are. That's like a science thing, Man, right? Man, she should get paid. You, you. I know. I, I'm sitting there pushing buttons. You pop ate itself on Rebecca. <laughs> it's Rebecca Bortman from Happy Whoa. Things, who not only lives as a human being and lives <laughs> as a front person in an incredible band called Happy Things, but also lives in the soundboard and on in our hearts as well. Nah. No? In nah. the minds. In the minds. spirit okay. of the people. But no heart, because you don't have a heart. I don't have a heart, no. You just have a cold cavern right there where just it's the Stop heart. touching it's me, to please. A, va- a vacuum of sorts. Listen, I've been to therapy enough to know that this isn't it. <laughs> Here's some therapy for you. This is Songs Thank for you. Snakes.
destroyed That's what they say It stands in contradiction of Everything we are It grows in isolation Safe on distant shores And insult to our hospitals A burden to our homes Yes, Cardinals Be destroyed Be destroyed must be destroyed what it represents a prison for our future selves a funeral for our parents it knows your deepest secrets applauds your darkest needs a Sunday morning hiking trip with Gavin's cousin Carthage must be destroyed by Christian Fitness. That really is Mr. Like, I really uh, like that guy. Yeah, former guest uh, Andrew Falcus, aka Falco, uh, also a future of the left fame. That's that's what? that's him. That's all him. So good. Yeah, that was a that's a great little tune. I hate that guy. Record's great. It's called "I Am Scared of Everything That Isn't Me," which is a wonderful title. <laughs> I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet recently because okay. we talked to him about how their gear got stolen in Texas. In McCluskey, you're talking about, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So also apparently the band- which you can hear the back episodes on uh, the podcast, uh, which I, I recommend. It's one of my favorite ones, I think. It's uh, yeah. radioneutron.com to listen to it. Uh, you can subscribe to it on iTunes if you aren't already. It's always recommended to do so. It's also recommended to upgrade it so people can actually see it that aren't aggressively looking for it. But Falco was talking about the, the, the hard blow of having your, your gear stolen and also having to repay some loaned out gear and all that stuff, which right. is a really crappy thing to do. And anybody who does that should probably, you know, go somewhere fiery and burn that kind of stuff. But... That also happened to a, a very well-known band called You Blew It this week. Mm. Their gear no, got no. stolen in Texas. In Dallas, I think. Oh, God. So, that, I just wanted to mention that because well, 
it could come back. Polyphonic music speech spree. Well, and it's a bummer. I mean, it's, and it's not that it's something I like to go into necessarily because I try to separate those out. But that actually even happened to my old band, Replicator, when we were on tour. Oh. All my guitars and our keyboard were stolen. If we hadn't been on tour with uh, Greenlight the Bombers at the time, uh, we would we would have been kind of up the creek, as they say. Uh, luckily, everything wasn't stolen. Just my guitars, all of them. I would and, cry. Uh, I hate that keyboard. Yeah. It That's was, uh, so sad and unfortunate. It was pretty rough, and and I, I think it would be an interesting study or movie or something along those lines to just see how those kinds of things affect bands. Uh, because I can, I can speak for us that it, it almost broke the band. Yeah, uh, we we had to, we had to cancel a tour that we were going to play with the Melvins. Uh, oh man, that's a yeah, big break. One of my favorite bands of all time too. And we had we didn't we just couldn't do it financially. We couldn't do it anymore because we had to use that money to replace the stuff that was stolen to get you know whatever twenty dollars of crack rock. And it's like useless, it useless too. Where does where does it go? Well, it's yeah, got, that's that's the other side of this yep. documentary. Youth loses. A semi truck trailer full of aluminum neck guitars. Yeah, where do they go? Yeah, who? So maybe yeah, I talk to pawn shop this? owners and uh, uh, music, uh, music stores and things. I think gets loaded onto a container ship and goes to China and is sold for lots more. Mm. You think so? Yeah. This is an interesting Why? subject study. Otherwise, it's just scrap metal, right? Well, because first of all, there's got to be. This happens so often that there's got to be some sort of. Racket. ring of people or racket that is doing this. Sure. Who are these people? Why are they not serving their karma or whatever? Maybe they are. Maybe they hate their lives. I don't know. But who does that? That's really a terrible well, thing. Well, exactly. Do. Who does that? Why do they do it? You know, I'm going to guess it's probably, you know, probably involved with drugs. I mean, probably addiction, yeah. things along those lines. But I would be interested in seeing just just the effect of because as you mentioned he told that story about how they not only lost all their stuff but they had those guitars that they didn't really want to use but were on loan from Gibson that weren't even theirs they had to recompensate yeah Gibson they had to pay like well. three thousand dollars for these guitars that they couldn't even use because they were stolen and that it was their responsibility that's such a bummer and there's no, is there insurance on this like. Uh, in their case, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Well, if no, you want to hear more about no. that, that was a uh, that was episode fourteen, I believe. You can find that radioneutron.com, uh, the Protonic Reversal website. Uh, yeah, that was and that was, yeah, it, it was still and that was whatever McCluskey. So after all these years, you could tell it's still stung. I mean, it was it was definitely yeah. you, you could hear well, the you could hear the hurt. I mean, that's such. I mean, like you said, the other part of that is the the emotional like for a band going through it's that. It's crip. That's really. I can sad. speak from from firsthand experience. It is crippling, and yeah. we, we that band managed to we suffer through it and came out stronger on the other side. But yeah, we did have to cancel it. It's the only tour we ever had to cancel, and it was, you know, it's a drag. And I it's, mean, and it's such a bummer. That's why I brought it up because you know that band you blew it just lost their stuff, which is kind of ironic because you could say yeah, somebody blew it. Or something. But See, that's a problem if you have a name like that. If anything bad ever happens to you, then suddenly everyone's... I know, but, you know, whatever. That's I'm sure they planned it that way in some sense. Like, they thought of, you know, how catchy that can be. But otherwise, I think, you know, being someone who loves music, and I know a lot of musicians, but not being a musician myself, I am empathetic to that happening, and I just wanted to bring it up because, you know, 
It's a good butterfly effect. If people are talking about it, maybe something good will come of it. Maybe some some company will hear of their misfortune and, and give them some things to help them. If that's the case, them. all of my shit just got stolen. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say, if we're, if we're just Wait ranking misfortune here, You're holding uh, an acoustic guitar right now. Nobody it's about else to be that. stolen. It's about to be stolen. And I'll sell it to you right now because you know why? Because I'm paying for an aluminum guitar right now. And uh, if you're listening, aluminum guitar world, <clears throat> please send money. They're listening. They're, they're, they're blinking, their, they're blinking their eyes right now. He no, also like, has blink, a cardboard blink. sign that says, give me money for my aluminum guitar. No, not for it. Oh, yes, to pay for it. To pay for it. Yeah, for you're not, he's in, not selling it. I'm not selling it. I'm holding it. No, no, no. It doesn't exist yet except for in the form of a cardboard sign that says, please help. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. be- before that, we had uh, Songs for Snakes with... Uh, F-E-A-R. Really good I, song. I thought it was Bob Mould. I was like, what is this? This is so good. This is like cutting. This is beautiful. <gasps> this isn't what I thought it was. That's off of the Charcoal Heather record. That's a former guest, Bill Taylor. Well, uh, I think we're playing a show with them August 4th. You are? What amazing timing. Ah, gosh. I just I just got a notice on my Facebook. It says I'm playing a show. Are you, are you going to show up, you think? Um, well, Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so F E A R. It's an acronym. So, and it, and this is a uh, this is something I, I just I just looked up because I'm using the artificial memory here. So it's uh, none other than a uh, let's see a come on do it do the thing come on ah killing me. It's an exclusive that F E A R isn't just fear. It's either um, false expectations appearing real. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's my life. That's my life. If we're talking about a black hole in my chest, that's it. And the other thing is, uh, fuck everything and run. <laughs> God. I like the second you. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's survival. Fight or flight. Yeah. Fight or flight. Indeed. I'm going so with flight. Nature the, nurture. Mr. Mr. Bill Taylor, Songs for Snakes. I'm excited about that show. It should be a good one. I like both. Where bands. are they playing? Uh, that is a Protonic reversal exclusive, and both her- songs for snakes and hurry up shotgun are playing Monday at the Oboe Room. Oh, nine o'clock, and that's our, our, our guest Austin Pitts. Which this is the, the most roundabout introduction ever is going to play us. Well, if the cops don't get him first, he's gonna he's gonna play a song for us. I just stole this band shit from Texas. <laughs> this is uh, like I need another telly. Songs for Snakes and Skin Effect is the other band. This is at Elbow Room, Monday, August 4th at 9 o'clock p.m., San Francisco, California. Uh, I do not know how much money it is. I'm going to guess it's probably pretty fairly cheap, though. Affordable, as they say. Elbow Room is generally affordable. You're gonna, yeah. It's also a Monday night. It's not going to be that. I mean, call I got, me I got some people. I'm, I'm bringing out five, a good amount of people you know. to the show, I, I think. Uh, really? Yeah, so this, and there's some people from out of town. I don't know why everyone's in town on a Monday, but... Hey, let's, let's not question it. Take it. Take it. Take that. Protonic reversal. Bump. Thank you. <laughs> and Is that anything like a baby bump? Or a bump bump? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you speechless. It is how you get up in the morning, Is uh, of course. On Thursdays, uh, If ideally, if you're on the West Coast, if you're, if you're getting up in, say, the Midwest or East Coast, then you're getting up probably pretty late, which is okay, no judgment. Uh, you get really early if you're in Hawaii. Hi, Mike McCaskey. And <laughs> He's already hit me up a few times. <laughs> Again, most roundabout introduction ever. We're going to hear a song. Uh, this, is a, this is a new 
shotgun uh, or we shotgun are tune? working on a brand new album we are six songs in and this is the newest song this is not even finished yet but I thought mm, okay. I would uh, bring it, it in it's as finished I'm, as I'm it's going it. to get and then you can hear it in six months time completely finished okay so this is uh, what's the name of this or- oh my god I'm going to go with no name right now okay it does not have a name untitled untitled, untitled. thank you <laughs> Untitled song. Uh, this, this is this is a Protonic Reversal exclusive. Radio Valencia. Uh, this is Austin Pitts of Hurry Up Shotgun. My feedback is awesome. How about now? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Resistance were well, at least in '73. I've stood on the trail, the trail faces west. The sunset was my destiny. Thank you. That was, that was lovely. That's that a, was great. That's For some a, reason, I was way nervous. I'm I'm shaking right now. Well, you know, it didn't come off that way. Yeah, you, you sound very authoritative, and that's a good tune. I can I'm, I'm excited to hear the the final the final doing. Uh, you did just have a EP come out. Yep, Abracadabra Ham Lincoln is out. It's in hard CD form and digital form. You can find that at you know, 
Google, Bandcamp. <laughs> you can find that at Google, indeed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just type that into anything just and you'll find t- it. Type that into your Google. Let's let's hear a song from it. Okay. Uh, this is called uh, What to Do When Your Unemployment Check Bounces. Uh, life Story. <laughs> Awesome, dude. I was like, good, good, good. Can't believe my place.
That's Swim by a little band called Hurry Up Shotgun off of the second Hurry Up Shotgun record called Hurry Up Shotgun. Before that, we had What to Do When Your Unemployment Check Bounces, which is off of the Hurry Up Shotgun EP. That's a sad story right there. That is called Abracadabraham Lincoln. What's a sad story? Your unemployment check bouncing? Uh, it wasn't me, but yeah, what, you know. I mean, I actually don't know the story, and you probably do, so maybe it's not a sad story. Please enlighten me. Um, well, really, it's more about what you, the story that you provide for yourself through this process. But I mean, that whole EP is really about, like, uh, uh, the, decay, the decay of what, what, you know. The decay of our economy. That well, the happened decay recently? of our economy, like yeah, like everything that was known before, you know, like there was like the baby boomer generation, and they like created this thing, and they wanted to uphold it, and they were like, and then uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and you know, not sh- that I want to uphold that. Change is good, right? Like, no, it's not working. It's not working, but through decomposition, you can grow better vegetables, right? It's true. You're right. That's a good point. So what does it have to do with... So that's why Abraham Lincoln is a zombie then. But Abraham Lincoln is not a zombie, man. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is dead. He is well, dead. Well, I'm looking at the title and he looks like a zombie. Like, I, I just... It looks... Okay. He we're we're confused. The, the album art, art, Ezra artwork Ismaw implies... Ezra is an incredible local artist and you can see his work in the Hemlock Alley with Michael Jackson. Wait, I'm sorry. What's his name? Ezra Eastmont, I think. Is his name? Oh, okay. I, sh- I should have written that down before are, I came here. Are you here. just doing the uh, the ear the earphone equivalent of freeball in here without without the? Uh... Let me put on my earphones <laughs> so can, so I can hear myself better. Am well, I... you're, you're overmodulating, is why. I am way overmodulating. <laughs> yes, you are. Don't speak into the microphone, Squid Brain. <laughs> Step away from the okay, microphone. so I'm sorry. The decomposition of the, of the American dream, as evidenced by uh, those that came before us, that's sort of the, the loose theme of the EP, is what I'm led to believe. Uh, yeah, there's 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 kind of a yeah maybe. Uh, <laughs> really, you know, that's my take on it. What, what's yours? Mm. What do you think, Conan? When you listen to that, do you get like, do you want to take a bubble bath, or you? What do you? What do you think? Well, you have a song on there. Don't want to take a. I generally want to take a bubble bath. <laughs> I could be listening to Melvin's and be like, you know what, bubble bath would kick ass right now. <laughs> totally. I love bubble baths. Actually, you're right. <laughs> bubble baths are always and awesome. A bubble bath for me is perfect. Yeah, that's, that sounds great. Uh, but to answer your question, I mean, you do have the uh, you know, the ox barricades. As I say, right? ox barricades. Oh, right? barricades. Yeah, oh, barricades. Um, Oh it's, oh, 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 it's French. Oh. oh, A-U-X is what I said there. You see what I did? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So, Quesadilla? It seems... <laughs> We're here in the mission. We're going to get some ques- quesadillas. I love them. Some um, bardos. <laughs> Where are you visiting how they say from? It. <laughs> it's, Texas. The, a- yeah. the accent is confusing. The accent is indistinct and just... Texas is more like, we're going to get some quesadillas. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Bravo. Oh, solid. Yeah. Dear LA, she's coming. I'm I'm from the south. <laughs> nice. I'm a southern belle. All right. Give some applause for that. Sure. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. So, but our barricades. Yeah, that that was written in the studio, and uh, I, I think it speaks for itself. If anybody wants to go listen to that song, it's 
it, it's probably the heart of that EP at some mm. point. <clears throat> okay. So that I mean, the gist I'm getting from what you're saying is, you know, in, in my own experience and uh, perspective is obviously implied here. But our generation is kind of fucked in the sense of everything's changing right now. Yeah. And so we have We're to take that yeah. and kind of move upward with it because that's a, our only choice. I mean, we don't get the same retirement that our parents might and we won't have the same opportunities that the generation just younger than us will have either. Right. Because they, ha- they, uh, they are the contemporary technophile. They, they have grown up. With, yeah, it's always been around. It's never, it's with, never been. With the internet. They yeah, don't know that sound. They don't, yeah. even, they don't even know this sound. They don't know that sound. They don't know why that's funny. They would hate this show. I'm playing drops that are not funny to them. <laughs> You're playing with old people right now. I know. That's weird. You're playing with old people here on... Sonic reversal. On Radio Valencia. We're speaking with Austin Pitts of Hurry Up Shotgun. We were talking about erudite and somewhat depressing topics, but... Okay, let's... let's but let's, I think let's he's actually... That, but though. he's let's, making it positive. That's, right. that's the it's point about, I'm getting. At this point, for... Mm-hmm. for for myself and a lot of people that I consider my friends, it's about art now. And it's it's no longer about, I need to make a million dollars and drive a Tesla. It's mm-hmm. about, oh right, my right. God, I need to get to the radio show. Can I have Thursday off? Right, sure. And that's that's a radio show that we're going to share it with. He has a limited but dedicated audience. That uh, it, Don't ruin this moment. Well, no, that's that's what I'm saying, but that's part of our culture now, right. too, is everything is, is a microcosm of a microcosm, right? Even, right. like, uh, we're all subcultures. Yeah, subsects of subsects of subcultures that are all... Uh, everything's more hyper-specialized, and you can find things more suited to your interests, but it's a much smaller group of people, so you lose the commonality of experience of having that, you know, where were you when the, when the challenger exploded like right. that that level of like pops thing, right. music doesn't really exist anymore except for things that already have achieved that same level and that are sort of grandfathered in for you know people's attention span and are already known commodities or things that reference earlier commodities so you get things right. that are a reference of a reference of a reference and the key c- word there is commodity right commodity so I, yes my kid has had disney thrown down her throat already like she knows all the words to frozen that song is amazing, and I will sing it with her in the van, and then I will sing it at the cop who's giving me a <laughs> ticket for singing in the van, right? Do people really give tickets for that? Because <laughs> I'm, if you're I'm t- a serial offender. If you are not having all your hands on the wheels and oh, gotcha. gesturing grandly out the side of your car for your kid to <laughs> sure. laugh at. Well, I mean, it's interesting because, for one thing, this conversation came up last week on the show. But it it, it wasn't quite as in-depth. Also, what I'm seeing is that in conjunction with this small sect of people that find each other, and I call it, I always refer to it, and I stole this from my friend, um, is like, oh, they're my tribe. Kind of like, you know, you drive with someone because you're like, oh, I like this band, that band, I like this kind of art, that kind of art. People have to be really innovative with that and and being uh, really... Open. Making mo- making money or doing figuring out how to survive based on what you love, right? And you know, which for it's, me it's is working really in a restaurant. <laughs> me too, which is really sad in a lot of ways. We but it's also great. 
I'm just paid to well, be awesome. I was a preschool teacher for eight years, you know. I chose. You probably make more money in restaurants, which no, is I didn't. sad. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. Te- preschool teachers make sixteen forty four an hour in this state. Yeah. Or wow. should. Or should. I make more than that as a barista. Really? Wait. I mean, I'm about the same, but yeah, like more. Oh, with no, tips no, and stuff. Yeah, I guess with I, tips, never, I haven't with figured tips. out how I'm doing. So it's just a, uh, you know, our I make a minimum nation's plus future. Tips, no big deal, thing, right? That's a good thing because yeah. the t- tips usually, you know, are cash or whatever. Right. So that's cool. Well, okay. So then this is gonna this this will tie into an actual question that I have. So it seems like that there is a, a theme, a sort of a class theme to a lot of Hurry Up Shotgun material that's born off of being. Well, I think the correct term is working poor. And what you know, how you balance artistic expectations along with the real life responsibilities of being an adult, and you are also a parent as well. Yep. So, Sazu Pitts, I hope you're listening right now. I love you, baby. Oh, girl. Oh, I, 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 I need to get an aww, aww drop. So I'll have, to, aww. I'll have to make one <laughs> just for moments like that. There's not a lot of aww moments. There's a lot of applause worthy moments, but we mm-hmm. need more. We need more aww. That was cute. Aww. <laughs> anyway, so not talking about drops. Uh, the so the, those themes do tend to present themselves pretty regularly in your music. Is that something that are you just writing from what you know? Is that like a, a concerted effort? How are you? Uh, how do you reconcile that with your artistic vision for what the band is, but also kind of keeping that as like a prevalent, you know, omnipresent, ubiquitous well, background thing? First, um, we write within the umbrella that we are in. So uh, if you picture Hurry Up Shotgun as three dudes in, in the center of a page, like one dot, right? Mm-hmm. And then you put a circle around us. Mm-hmm. That, that circle is what we're writing from, right? Right. And that is our experience that is most visceral. You have to have food. You have to have air. You have to have water. And sometimes two of those things are really fucking hard to get in Oakland, California for some reason, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're going to put me in a studio apartment and you're going to charge me $900. Yeah. And I just told you I'm not a techie. I just told you that. Fucking douche. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, and so you're all busy on Facebook. I assumed you were a techie. I'm sorry. Right. There's there's <laughs> like there's frustrations in everyday life, and as a 40 year old man, I am still trying to control those frustrations. Right. And the the best way for me to control that is to write write it out. That's great. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, it certainly beats you know shooting up a liquor store out of. Out of sheer frustration, yeah. yeah, going to a hospital and being like, my kid is sick and I don't have insurance. Yeah. Give me fucking medicine now, yeah. right? Exactly. No, it's, it's 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 a good point. So that's so it's more just uh, it's not like a. Uh, you know what? I'm going to call this out in the air. I'm getting real sick of like people programming reruns and things during this show, and I'm going to actually be kind of a dick about it. It's not anything that anybody can hear, but for those in the listening audience, the the one of the studio computers just came alive to do some administrative work that shouldn't be done during active shows. So there you go. That's what that is. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it. It's distracting. Suddenly the computer screen comes alive Talk and like uh, Skynet becomes self-aware. It's a whole situation. We'll blow it up after Last this. Last time that happened, I was mesmerized for... A I know. Good, I, lost my, good... I lost my co-host. It was like a... <laughs> for like four minutes, I was like, what? It was like there's like dazzling pictograms in the sky suddenly. And like, it's like, oh, well, she's good. For <laughs> That's what they want you to do. They don't want you to talk about this stuff, man. Going back to what you were just talking about, though, that, those frustrations, what I'm seeing is that this city... 
in this area. Everyone's hating on it. There's a lot of negativity floating around. I happen to really like it here. It's taken me a couple years to get really like, oh, no, I want to live here. I like it. It, it. It's been hard. And I think, you know, people feel that tension because it's so hard to survive here. And if you're funding another human who is reliant on you, I can see that tension being even stronger. I had a dog for a while and I couldn't even handle that. You know, I can't imagine, like, having to be responsible for a life form that if you fail, then you're, you know. Well, the great thing about being responsible for a life form and having taken the time to learn from really good teachers at, you know, in the mission at Holy Family Day Home and in Berkeley at APS um, is that children are resilient and that children grow up in worn torn countries where they play with half exploded shells and they can still learn to read they can still have fun they can still smile and they can still grow up to be good parents and good people and well, that's uh, great you know that's just something that uh that's very encouraging. i know that zazu will be a good person even if uh even if i f- fail as as a financial provider well, obviously, it's not all about money. It's What I was actually thinking of myself is more about the tension that exists here right now. And I do believe it'll pass and it'll change. It'll morph into something else. Hopefully, out of everyone's innovativeness and, and striving to provide some sort of good climate for you know children, because that's the idea. But you can't provide for art. that by separating socioeconomic class. You can't, That's what's happening, you can't, though. You can't kick out a 98-year-old woman so you can raise your rent 300%. You, right. Well, so so where's the compromise? That's what I'm trying to figure where's out right Robin now. Because everyone... <laughs> exactly. Where's like everyone, King? Where's every hero that we know about in history? Where is that for us now? I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the the subject of our generation, and where it's are the, why we're people... the champions of the modern age. Right. There's no there's no hero that's going to come and swoop in and save us. Well, I it's know us. that. Yeah. It's right. us. The but, hero is us. But yep. we need to avoid us being stuck into a black box. We need to avoid us being, you know, if that makes sense. Like it does. It does. I I see a lot of people doing things that I feel like is just like really unnecessary, especially working in the service industry. You know, you know about this, like people kind of act in a way that's like really unconscious a lot of times. And then I think that tension is still there and it sometimes explodes in ways that are like, oh, I'm just going to start calling a stranger an asshole just because I feel like it. Yeah. And I'm pissed off at the world and San Francisco is expensive right now. So I mean, it's probably always going to be expensive. Well, like, it's this easier is the to thing. call somebody an asshole when it's easier to call somebody an asshole when you have no connection to that. So, the minute a bus with mirrored glasses comes into your neighborhood and only picks up those few people that are going to that place, you know what I mean? Like that that puts up a wall, and instantly that is a barbed wire fence. That's a war zone waiting to happen you know well and that's a different scale of problems with oh hey the wi-fi in here sucks you know <laughs> yeah like, oh i can i can i can barely tweet about this you know it's like well that's not a real problem like that's the, the you are you can you is anybody actively bombing you right now no, no. is anyone actively so raping you right now no. no then i guess you're doing all right aren't you 
Yeah, I mean, it's true. And it's like, that's how I feel like really frustrated with a lot of the kitschy little articles I see posted on Facebook or whatever that are like 10 things that are horrible about San Francisco or, you know, go to Dolores Park with your cat on Saturday for Catterday. It's kind of like... (laughs) Is that a real thing? Yes, Yes. that's happening this Saturday. And I'm just kind of like, cats in a park? That's Have you heard of herding cats? I mean, really. Yeah, that that, that seems like a terrible thing. It's a stressful thing. I've done it. One dog person without a leash to ruin that whole day. I know. It sounds horrible. But really hip and cute. And that's what we're all about right now. It's like seeming hip and having money. And I mean, I work at at a business that is very cutting edge and sharing space. Like there are multiple businesses sharing a lease price so that they can survive. It's communal. That's great. And it's very cutting edge, but I serve people through this business and people do not understand the word communal at all. Well, because the whole idea of the commons and uh, commonality of experience has been downplayed aggressively so by those who choose to gain by selling the idea of the individual. You sell the idea of the individual without supporting the needs of the individual. And by that way, you keep people wanting and you keep people consuming. And that makes makes capitalism work the way that we currently have. So how do we take down capitalism? (laughs) I mean, stop consuming. There there are ways that. all right, let's put it this I guess we're going to get into deep economic theory here, uh, protonic reversal. But the things with, with – I'm actually not aggressively anti-capitalist. I'm just anti-capitalist in the way that's currently deployed now, which is clusterfuck capitalism, which, which is to say corporate interest above all other interests. And the corporate interest is to serve the corporation, serve the needs of the corporation, which is to make profit. We're going to own your water soon. Corporate personhood is one of the biggest mistakes of many – mistakes that have been made in, in recent years by judiciary and part of why, why it's such a big mistake is because it it not only legalizes some of the worst aspects of what we're talking about it it encourages it and well, to, to, to expect largesse and uh, altruism from an entity that by its very nature is inherently selfish and but driven operates towards one, as a human i just want to you know make that point about the corporate absolutely, and, and with all the rights of, of human and free speech rights and things along those lines, but is, you is can't a logical imprison fallacy. a corporation for polluting a, the Abs- Gulf. Exactly, of and that's the thing. They get all the benefits. So it's all right. Here's here. No, I'm I'm coming to a point with this, but they they get all the benefits of personhood without any of the responsibilities of personhood or any of the the actual uh, consequences of when a, a person commits a crime, they are jailed or you know whatever they're tried and then jailed or. Executed. Who knows? Depends, depending on what peers. state you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but with a corporation, there usually is no repercussions whatsoever. All they have to do is dissolve the corporation, start a new one. Great. There's and no pay a fine. Well, I just exactly. want to also bring up, in case people don't know, you know, the whole root of corporations was was originally for the government to provide a civil, you know, project or service, basically mm-hmm. building roads, bridges, that kind of stuff. So in that form. It kind of makes sense to have an entity that's doing something for for civil gain. Sure. You know, but it, it, it's morphed over time. I mean, the, that started a long time ago, decades, decades, hundreds mm-hmm. of years. And then now it's morphed into something that we are manipulating. And that's like something that's human nature. And so I guess, you know, the point is there's all this tension and, and, and Conan put it very very eloquently in describing the corporate 
the problem with corporations, but I also don't feel like they're evil because of their root. But it's been manipulated so much. So where's the checks and balances with that manipulation? Like why? Not you know? evil, but I will say this inherently selfish. And I choose my words carefully because corporate charter means you're serving the needs of the corporation, which is to make money. So again, the libertarian, big, big L libertarian fallacy of like, oh, we don't need government entities because private entities will provide these services uh, out of the goodness of their heart. Well, the logical fallacy there is that people are greedy is, is the libertarian is the libertarian thing right so it's like how are people going to provide altruistic you, you just said that people are inherently hedonistic why would people suddenly be altruistic and well, yeah. the, the real answer for people is that people are both but it's one of the reasons why we need checks and balances why we need regulatory agencies and things along those lines to keep those when people go off the reservation there's police officers and you know SWAT team or whatever to and I don't mean to use off the reservation literally, by the way. I just realized what I was saying. I was like, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> when people go off the reservation, there's cops waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, there is. So, uh, Sorry, my brothers. Yeah. That, that's, uh, but there are peace officers that will, you know, uh, in, in, if the crime is committed, then they will enact that penalty. But that is not the case with, with corporate corporations. And it's the same reasons why, okay, why does BART suck? BART has the worst elements of being a private entity and the worst elements of being a governmental agency. They're neither one. They're both at the same time, but they have the worst aspects of both. And it's, it's, a, it's a melange of, uh, of ineptitude and greed. And it's a, it's a crappy thing that should be Overdone, and that has nothing to do with, with corporate power. But I would like to point out that the uh, brilliant Fugazi, one of my favorite bands of all time, wrote the song Five Corporations" some time ago. Now we're down to three. This is Five Corporations."
That was Minutes with Get Off Your Ass. This is off the excellent Roland record that uh, is in in short supply these days. I think they're uh, getting near a sellout for that. So if you want to check that out, and I highly suggest checking it because it is all hits, my friends. All hits, that record. Every song is sacred. Every song is wonderful. Uh, Super great stuff. Nonstop badassery. You should bad assery. Bad mm-hmm, assery, indeed. Uh, minutes.bandcamp.com. You get it at Discord as well, uh, if you feel so inclined. Before that, there was some band you probably never heard of called Fugazi. So that who? was cool. For who? For who? For what? I think it's Fugazi. Fu, fugazi? Fu, fu, I don't Is know. Is it like it's, Fugazi? They're never going anywhere with that. Is that a genre? Fugazi? Fugazi. <laughs> Fushnickens, maybe? <laughs> Remember that band? Ian, yes. what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's off of the In Hits record. 
still listen to them every day, still relevant, and talk about uh, politicizing, punk rock as politicizing your entire worldview and opening your eyes to the world around you. That's a very important and influential band for me, as for many people, that uh, I, I honestly, and I will speak more to this at another time, but I honestly, that's one band I would really like to see be a band again. Because yes. their Who? mere existence, Fugazi, their mere existence is a gigantic middle finger to everything that is rotten about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. That's what we're talking about. Because they have done everything completely on their own terms and continue to strive, innovate, and push boundaries as artists and musicians. And, you know, it's... it's I really respect we could use, that We quality. could use some of that now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, we're, I, we're in... I know that the world is cyclical and, you know, they probably already went through this and we kind of had a lull of people and tension and stuff and then our economy fell apart again. Right. And now we're in this place of, like, searching. I feel like that's what we've been talking about for a while. Like, it's not just about being innovative. And I'm meeting, lately I've been meeting some really innovative artists and I'm just really impressed and talking about it gets me really fired up because I, I was just saying, like, I feel like, as a person, I know many talented people, and that makes me feel good, even just to be around them. And then I have my own talents, but yet, I'm still just barely making it, because I'm not absorbed in the... I guess, you know, I chose a different path. I'm not in this path of, like, making a six-figure-a-year salary. Interesting you brought that up. I I think we have a mutual friend that I sometimes view as that, that person... Uh-huh. And uh like I I want to ask questions but it's like it seems taboo to be like so uh yeah, you are a techie, obviously. You've got some $3,000 boots on. <laughs> right? And uh but you're going to go on tour for 3 weeks. That's pretty cool. Wait, who's our mutual It doesn't matter. I'm not going to okay. talk about it. But I'm just saying like the perception is that sometimes and I I have been at a loss and I'm also somebody who did not I'm not like uh, you know I'm, I'm what do you call it uh, self-taught I'm not somebody who went to college you know what I mean like, yeah well that you know that's an interesting subject because you know maybe it's the same person but I've been thinking about that a lot just because of my own personal life and the the idea of like okay tech people need creative um, satisfaction as well and Absolutely. that's totally e- reasonable but there's a disconnect because of the entitlement and the I went to college I got this job I've never had to worry about money and now I'm lo- lacking creativity so I want to enter into this world and I feel you know I'm speaking for people that I am not so I might be wrong but being someone who is not that and has never had that and chose that willingly. I had opportunities. I right. just chose this other life because I knew from the beginning that some sort of job that was somewhat sterile would not make me happy. And my happiness, growing up in a in a broken home in a broken life, and and coming out as still a good person and not totally insane, <laughs> I really value my happiness a lot. And yes. so a lot of people can probably relate to that. And Absolutely. I don't want to sell my soul. I mean, my my dad hates this fact, I'm sure. I mean, he still loves me very much, and mm-hmm. he's very proud of the person that I've become. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to 
travel to Europe every year. I want to go to Europe. I've never been. But it's not as so it's much of a... It's not the goal, necessarily. It's not a priority. Life, right. It's not something that I feel like I would even really want to talk about that much if, if I did go. Yes. I, I run into this all the time, too, Like where I'm like, oh, you're going to... You're going to tour Europe? That's cool. That's Wait, awesome. how do you pay for that? Oh, right. you have a tech job. Oh, that's cool. Or, wow. Or not even... Lucky. It doesn't even... Just, just the opportunity, right? Is, I guess I should... Say, because now I feel like I'm being classist myself it's not just about the six-figure job it's these opportunities that come up yeah that uh if i had the five thousand dollars and the passport and the language skills and you know i mean all these things lined up the way that some organized people are lined up i would i would try i would try i would love to go to paris right right i mean well here's the other thing is like I'm also very self-aware, and I understand the feeling of jealousy and that that's not fair to other people. Yes. You know, but at the same time, like, I do feel frustrated with that alienation where I'm like, I really want to, I like you, you know, or like, I, we're humans, and I feel like I can relate to you because your creative stride, you know, like your desire for creativity and that kind of love. But I feel alienated by the, the by, by the difference in class, and you know I think that entitlement allows people who have had these opportunities to be blind and and somewhat aloof to the fact that you know when you you can't act a certain way in life and not expect people or you, you can't. You, it's important to acknowledge the difference of class, and if you want to break ground in creativity, I think you really do have to be one of the common people. It's like that song that William Shatner sang that is a cover of the uh, pulp. Man? Oh, common people. That's a great song. I love that song. And that's I, a good song. I like. Yeah, I like that one. That's a, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, you want to be one of me now, or you want to be just like me now? Like, oh, you want to watch the cockroaches crawl up the wall right you want to worry about what you're going to eat tomorrow like really are you sure are you sure you want that well yeah and it's sort of like the question of you know the 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 allure of being working class versus the reality of it doesn't actually match well there are struggles and problems in every aspect of life absolutely the human condition and it's the fact that we're social creatures and separate each other in a certain way if you want to talk about the human condition with us here at the most entertaining radio show, talking about deep subjects and occasionally playing music by goofy punk rock bands, 415-962-7979. Give us your scene report. Call in to... Photonic reversal. Ah, oh, none other than Radio Valencia. Uh, this has been a very... Very heavy episode. I didn't, I didn't expect this, but it's, it's I, been I great. I could another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we made some funnies too. I agree. <clears throat> yeah, and it's that's it's an important thing, you know. What, what is it? A uh, laughter and mirth in the, in the face of abject, which is what his barricades is about. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I just I get really fired up about all this stuff because it's been on my mind lately, and I think it's been on a lot of. My, people's mind in the bay area because there's so much tension here and i've been trying to figure out how to address it in a way that's positive and maybe fruitful for me i have my own selfish motives but 
It's also more about sharing my talent with the world. Has it been fruitful? It not yet. No. Kind of. I mean, I I know some amazing people, and that that to me means a lot more than money. Absolutely. What what does fruitful look like to you? I mean, I mean. And does it involve multiplying? Go. Multiplying. I like multiplication. Yeah, there you go. Exponents, that kind of stuff. But I'm not very good at math. I'm good with numbers, but not math. No, for me, I just feel like people recognizing my abilities and talents and appreciating that in a really genuine sort of way. Not just like fame and fortune, although those things would be nice. And I do, you know, have become really close with an artist who is actually like very up and coming and somewhat. It's like, it's kind of cool to watch that because I'm like, wow, like people really like what you're doing and that's that's awesome you know especially knowing someone personally is like you're a really good person so that's i want that too yeah and you deserve it right well we all deserve to be recognized exactly we all deserve to be recognized Let it sink in, America. Let it sink in. Indeed. Let it all sink in. Let it all be. Really. We've done some good work here. We have. Uh, Let's hear a song by Little Michael B. Hamilton. Burn it. 
Hamilton with Miss Carolina. That is a great tune off of the Everything is Broken. What's broken? Uh, everything I Own is Broken. Sorry. Everything I Own is Broken is the name of that record. Everything I Own is what's broken. <laughs> the things you don't own aren't broken. Those things are probably broken, too. Everything's- they will be as soon as they're owned. Oh, okay. So everything is broken. I'm broken. Just kidding. We got we got a uh, <laughs> we got a chatterbox comment that uh, Bulldog thought he was listening to NPR for a moment. Oh no! So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, back to funny. Lighten Tell Bulldog it up. to go back to work. You're listening to Protonic Reversal on NPR. Speaking of, he yeah. spelled listen wrong. <laughs> that was weird. Hey, are you, are you hey, spell checking the chatterbox? We're going to be here I all am, day. I'm kind of an asshole when it comes to spelling. Mm. Okay. Because I spell things a, a, wrong all the time. It's usually an iPhone like slip up, but it really drives me insane. Yeah. So, there we go. There you go. <laughs> there you go, indeed. I feel like we went down a deep hole, and now I can't get out of it. That's fine uh, it, because it, the, show, the show's almost it. over. So it puts the lotion on the skin, or it gets the basket. Yeah, I need the basket to get out. Right? Right. That's how that worked. Yeah, so you want him to lower the lotion down. And then, and then I'm going to climb up the rope and get right. out. Okay. Rule number one, <laughs> don't break your fingernails off first, though. <sighs> Makes it hard. I swear I'm on this Good show. <laughs> I swear. Uh, well, Connie, hey, where are you? Do we have any, uh, Austin, you've got a show coming up. August Hurry up, 4th, shotgun. Monday. Songs for snakes and... Skin Effect that is Monday, uh, August 4th at the Elbow Room. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. You guys will be playing. If you, if you like what you hear, you can, you can hear some of those tunes. And it's going to be fun. Songs for Snakes, great. Bill Taylor, former guest, former friend of the show. God, good that, guy. That song was good. Yeah, they're a, they're a good band. It's a, it's, a, it's a good place to be. It's a good place to be. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you for playing uh, our first ever acoustic performance. Thanks for having me, Conan. I uh, I really enjoyed myself. We dug deep on this one. <laughs> I think we we came away with some uh, some good stuff. I had a good time. Hope you did as well. I did. Thank you. You are listening to another then protonic reversal here on Radio Valencia. You can find the show every Thursday. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Time. RadioNeutron.com. Streaming at Radio Valencia. FM.
We're on iTunes. Upgrade us for the podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss a second. It's the way to do it. The future is now. You can tweet, I guess, if that's the thing you're into. Uh, Instagram, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, right? Any, anything you can think of? I think that's it. She's... Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. Hi, welcome back to the show. I just zoned out. She didn't do any dabs today, I know it. I, uh, I point break just really wiped me out. And peaked early. By a condias bra. Uh, this has been Protonic Reversal. Tonic reversal. One of the best I've been a part of, I gotta say. I've got Thank you. Thanks for listening, Good talk. people. Good talk. We'll uh we'll see you next time. Adios. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! 
record. The last what? Leaves a transmitter. Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now? If there's no one there to receive It's the end of radio As we come to the close of our broadcast day Your brother's looking for you. Eh. He's in plastics. That's where your money is. Big long ones. Buck. Buck and a half. Just a little... I have been to restaurants in Soho whose denizens have crossed social and geographical barriers to reach them. This is Akasha. And this is Laolin. And we're from The Session. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Radio Valencia. Valencia.
do 